student of the game. And it's never easy coming in midway through, uh, you know, a season and picking up a new offense, terminology, signals, nuances, things of that nature. So, you know, he spends a lot of time with it and extra time outside of the building, obviously, and he's done a good job. Is it at the point with him yet where you feel you can do whatever you want to in terms of the game plan, or are you still holding him back a little bit? I would say holding him back is, is the the way to say it. He's still uh, learning everything in the offense. It's a it's a large book, so he uh, <laughs> you know he's got a lot of things we've incorporated in. You've seen him play, you know, at the running back spot. He's played outside. He's played inside at all three spots. So he's moved around well enough to know, you know, what to do in the, in those spots and those situations. Uh, but it's, it does take a little bit to get the whole thing. You saw the guys, uh, you know, a lot of wide receivers, competent guys, and maybe even one, one more coming back, uh, if possible. And uh, how do you get them? How do you get the right mix? Well, the ball tends to find a guy that, that's open, and your reads take you through the progression. That's why you see one guy have a big game, and maybe and another guy not have as big game at times. So we uh, we go through our progressions. We go anywhere from you know empty sets to two back to one back to all the different ones. So the game kind of dictates that as it goes through who they want to who they want to leave open or who can get open. Sometimes matchups dictate that too. So um, you know, I know Nelly's had some huge games early in the year where where the matchups or the ball took it that way, and Alshon the same way. So you know, I think each game you'll see different guys, whether it be Ertz or we got a lot of, unfortunately, there's only one ball, and there's a lot of guys that can catch it. We should be seeing uh, why there haven't been more deep balls. Uh, is it the defenses are playing soft zone? Is it, what's, what's the reason? Uh, you know, I mean, we've, we've hit some throughout the year, and we've got some guys going back there and maybe – uh, certain plays just didn't dictate it that way it, it getting there. Uh, we've had some guys that just did either, whether it be protection, whether it be call, whether it be coverage, you know, that it just didn't happen at that time. But they're getting there. You know, we've had some guys that have gotten some great, great balls. Uh, and everybody's gotten deep, you know, here or there. You've seen Nelly catch a great ball, uh, you know, earlier in the deep one. You've seen Jordan Matthews get there. You know, you've seen various receivers. All We believe all of them can get there. We've seen, uh, we saw a couple weeks ago that there's a substitution issue, and when you're adding a new guy, especially someone prominent like Tate, is there an adjustment period to, to that process? Well, when you, whenever you play a lot of different personnel groupings and different people coming in out of the huddle, and you could have crowd noise involved in other situations like that, uh, communication sometimes become your, uh, that that's the problem. You know, you got to be on point with that way and communicate, and, uh, you know, the there will be some issues that way. You just got to do a better job of communication. We worked through that, and I think you've seen it pretty clean here recently. What is the process for that? How does that work in terms of uh, getting the right guys on the field, relaying that? Uh, when you play different personnel groupings, guys either uh, you know have to get the guy they're coming in for out, but when a guy plays multiple positions, like we've got several guys that do, then uh, you have more than one moving part that way. And uh, like I said, sometimes crowd noise or that pay, pays a part of it when he's telling you to get out or get in and you may have heard one thing or you know, didn't. So is it the players tagging each other in and out? You've got some of that. You got Yeah, you have some of that. So obviously they know when certain groups are coming in, which ones are coming out. But when you have guys playing multiple positions to try to get them in the right situations, um, you know, that, that, that happens. Coach Goldman was acquired for a third-round pick. That's a, that's a pretty – 
steep price for somebody who may only play eight games here. How much pressure has there been to get him integrated as quickly as possible and as effectively as possible? Yeah, I wouldn't call it pressure at all. It's, it's one of those that you've got a really good player and you want to get him in the game at certain spots with it that he's good at. And we've got a lot of good players that we have that way, you know, whether it be running back or tight end or whoever that is. So yeah, we just want to win the game. Alshon had, had such a hot start to the year when he first came back. Why has that slowed down in these past few weeks? You know, I, I mentioned earlier that coverage sometimes dictates that, you know, that, that you find certain things. Obviously, we've got plays in for him, and uh, sometimes it, it, whether they play you a little different or not or whether it comes your way sometimes, depending on how that is. Uh, you know, like first play of the game could have gone in very easily, but we took the 50-yarder instead of the 5-yarder. I think that was a good choice. <laughs> but it would, it would seem, at least from the outside looking in, that, that he's your, your, your number one receiver. Are there is, is there a goal each week to try to get him X amount of targets? I think that's for all, all our guys that have the ability to make plays that we go through a game plan, and Coach does a tremendous job of making sure that there are plays in there. And, again, the defense can play you a certain way to maybe take a coverage that takes that number one that you put in all of a sudden not to be the number one. Maybe it becomes a two or a three easily. So, uh, that you know, that happens. How's he deal with those you know, three catch, four catch games? He's great. I mean, all he cares about is winning. You know, it's a super room. They're, they know what it takes to win a championship. They know it's a team effort. They know if we have to ground and pound, they'll they'll, they'll make the blocks as necessary. I think uh, he and Nelly both been around here a long time and doing a lot of things that people don't see that don't show up on the stat sheet. Um, Nelly had a tremendous block that, that gave us an opportunity to win the game. And then, uh, you know, he makes a, a catch, you know, the touch he has. and. He puts us in position to win the game, and we do. So those things, when you come back in, uh, they may not show up, like I said, but the guys know it on, in the locker room and if you watch the tape. What's an example of the progress that you've seen behind the scenes with, with Golden Tate um, that, that lets you know that he's, uh, he's, he's coming along, progressing nicely? Well, things are hitting his brain a little bit quicker. Uh, the processing mode is, is a lot faster than what it was the first week because he was just thrown into it, and that's a language you know, part when you step into a huddle and hear a new quarterback say a list of words that what ones mean what to him and how does that hit your brain. And then when you go no huddle, then it's a whole different world uh, where that that has to happen extremely fast, obviously, in a two-minute situation or end-of-game situation or a special situation that you hadn't had OTAs or summer or training camp, anything else to put, oh, yeah, I know this because we do that. And that part of it just comes with a little bit of time, and he's grasping it extremely quick. You know Mac have, as well as anyone here. Um, you know, how difficult has it been when you have seen him for him to kind of miss almost entire his second season? Yeah, and you know, and it's been difficult. We've had a couple of injuries, unfortunately, in our room that both guys are, you know, we counted on when we started the season and not there. That's part of this game, obviously, having a closer relationship with him. Uh, I hate it for him because, you know, he had a tremendous year last year and was starting to, you know, show up, uh, blossom into a career and then have a have a setback like that. It's frustrating, but he's in here. He's a solid teammate. You know, guys enjoy He's in every meeting. Guys enjoy being around. I mean, he studies the game. He's in rehab. He does all the things he's, he's asked to do, and 
you know, that's the Eagle way. So uh, he's he's a part of it. You guys have a lot of great receivers that work the middle of the field, whether it's Zach or you know your slot guys. How important is it though to get Alshon? You know, Alshon's really the the one guy I think that everyone always going to wind up on the outside. How important is it to get him going to make sure that teams aren't clogging the middle of the field on all those others other guys to just make sure to, to keep them honest on the outside? Well, that may be a good reason why the middle of the field has been open because who's on the outside? You know, you think over the year he had last year and continued throughout his career, he's a, he's a force to be reckoned with. He's a big body that can make that, that catch. That's 50-50 balls, 80-20 for him at least. So uh, those opportunities. And we move him around too. He's in the middle of the field also and trying to get him opportunities. Uh, and everybody moves around. That's the great thing about the offense. Coach B is great about being flexible and having you know, a lot of different personnel groups, a lot of different sets and formations and motions and shifts and those things, you know, bring a fresh look every week to a, to maybe a same play. Do you what? see the fear with the co- you, you mentioned coverages earlier that that might dictate why Alshon has not seen as many things. Are you seeing that on film? Are you seeing coverages roll his way, leaving, leaving other spots open? Maybe not necessarily, you know, dictated uh, for him. It may just be a case in point that that coverage would have taken away where he was the primary and then he becomes a secondary. So, um, you know, one-on-one and that's a one-on-one ball. I'm talking you know, zone or certain coverages where you see certain things where they do want to roll to a side one way or the other. What's the scouting, scouting report of Washington secondary? Uh, I think Swearinger's their leader. You know, he's a guy who's extremely strong, very vocal. Um, you, know, get, you can tell, gets the guys going, breaks the group down. So, you know, obviously, Han is, you know, the guy who's out on the edge, has the most experience there, and he's a guy who can run and, and play press and bail. He can do all the things that those two are the two strongest probably guys and you know the free safety's been around a long time traded from green bay has a great reputation uh so he's a field general too so they're you know they've got some solid players back there that come in and get their job done the front seven's really good so that always helps your back end but uh they work together pretty well when you guys have faced uh, adversity or things haven't gone your way as a team this year what have you kind of noticed about doug's um approach his demeanor the way he kind of you know, tries to keep everybody going in the same direction in those times where uh, everything's not working out? Uh, he always brings the juice, and it's amazing. He comes in, team meetings, he's got a great pulse of the team. He, you know, just, just has a feel for being able to motivate people and know when to pick them up and uh, know when to coach them hard, and that's coaching staff and support staff also. He's just got a great feel for people and a way to get it going. How has Grow helped you? first-time receiver coach since he uh, in the NFL on this right. team since he had, had done it the year before you. Oh, just having having he around is tremendous because you got a wealth of knowledge sitting there, and he knows the guys and the personality, and lean on him quite a bit uh, for not only knowledge but when things go good and bad, you know how to handle situations, and uh, you know that that way you have someone who's been in a room when it's been real good, and you know sometimes it hadn't been real good. Does he spend much time in the room with you, or? Does Oh, we, all the coaches do, you know, we in, you know, install his groups and then we break up and then we come back together, walk through. So all those things, you know, he's, he's a guy who coaches, you know, all the positions, but I, I, I lean on him obviously and ask, you know, those questions that there's something, you know, that you want to know. That's the guy to ask and he's right there. So, and that he has affinity for that position and recruited those guys here, you know, and some free agency and obviously coached them. So. Yeah, it's a great relationship knowing how that guy ticks. Anything stand out that you know when you asked him that kind of helped you a little bit in terms of 
Um, you know, probably somewhat delivery-wise, you know, and like you said, this, they're grown men. So, you know, how to handle when you may have a, a big game or more importantly when you don't have a good game or you, many balls don't come to and what experience he's had with those people and, you know, delivery of the message. Everybody's different. So. Thanks, right. Coach. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks.